property that this group Core Spaces has been snatching up around Cumberland Avenue strip area has been purchased at record-breaking prices. Taco Bell's going to be going, Panera's going to be going, Uptown uh, Bar and Grill, the heart of Cumberland Avenue, are going to be gone and replaced with something new. So I'm back from the Big Apple and Big Orange Country. Just took a vacation up north, got to see some family, got to see some really cool buildings while I'm walking around New York City. And I come back to Knoxville. We have some very cool buildings here as well and some new ones that are going up on the strip near campus along Cumberland Avenue. And there is some concern. I think people that have been around here a long time and remember the the good old days of Cumberland Avenue, remember when it had a little bit more character, but even perhaps more reason for concern is just the lack of student housing that we've seen for students at the University of Tennessee, which is especially problematic when you consider this was a record-breaking enrollment year. And so when we think about Cumberland Avenue, it feels a little disconnected from downtown, but it's not really. And on top of that, as more growth happens on Cumberland Avenue, I expect that it will feel even less disconnected from downtown as, as Cumberland Avenue area starts to grow. So we have a lot to talk about. There has been property that has been snatched up left and right by this one group that has a massive vision for Cumberland Avenue. And um, we're going to talk about what that means because uh, it's it's more than just apartment units. It's going to be commercial. It's going to be um, massive. It's going to be bigger than any building um, that has been built since these new Cumberland Avenue codes were adopted a few years ago. And um, I don't know, it's just an exciting time for the University of Tennessee and for students who uh, really need a place to live. Ryan, we're talking about potentially one of the most transformative projects that downtown and adjacent neighborhoods will see for decades to come. So I'm excited to dive in. I am as well. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome to The Scruffy Stuff, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville. I am Ryan Willis, downtown reporter at Knox News. And I'm Brenna McDermott, growth and development editor at Knox News. The Scruffy Stuff is presented by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. So when we talk about this being a, a big deal, it's not just a big, I mean, it's, it's big in size. It's, it's, you know, a big deal in the sense that, um, you know, it's going to be accommodating students for years to come, but it's also a big deal if we're just talking about real estate in Knoxville, because from what I understand, the property that this group core spaces has been snatching up around Cumberland Avenue strip area has been purchased at record breaking prices. Now, the most recent lot that we reported on is that shell gas station over there on the strip and I think it's a little bit over a half acre. Maybe it's maybe it's like you know 0.66 of an acre, and it sold for 10.5 million dollars to Core Spaces. And we're looking at that. That's roughly 16 million dollars an acre, and that's just one parcel. This group has bought up multiple parcels with this plan to bring four different buildings, student housing buildings, mixed use with ground level commercial. And this is something that Core Spaces, this group out of Chicago, has done all over the country at different campuses uh, near different universities. This specific one is going to be one of their flagship brands, the Hub on Campus. And also part of this is a 10-story parking garage that would also share some spaces with nearby hospitals. So it's huge, and it's different 
definitely than what Cumberland Avenue used to be, but it's sort of been trending this way. And this has been this strategy by officials to sort of make Cumberland Avenue this more pedestrian-friendly, walkable, less car traffic down there environment. And this is perhaps the, the biggest development we've seen since those codes, since that initiative has taken place. Yeah, I think, Ryan, we're seeing the end of an era on Cumberland Avenue. And it's hard to envision how much of a change this is going to usher in for the street. I think you're, you know, obviously we're going to be seeing buildings being torn down and bigger, newer, more impressive buildings coming up. Uh, And the street itself is just going to look and feel completely different. And I wouldn't be surprised if this trend continues and you see core spaces and other developers buying up those kind of old rinky dink properties that Cumberland has become known for over the years. Yeah, and we're talking about what they're getting rid of or what's what's going away, what's going to be demolished. Uh, think of the entire 1900 block, um, especially on the north side, which is um, the end caps on that, on that long strip is what? It's Jimmy John's on one side and Stefano's, I believe, on the other, and then everything in between. That's that's one of the buildings. Taco Bell's going to be going. Panera's going to be going. Uptown uh, Bar and Grill. Um, really, this this whole section, what I consider uh, probably the heart of Cumberland Avenue. I mean, I know it's not right in the center of it, but this is where I see a lot of activity um, around these restaurants and around these bars and these gathering places are going to be gone and replaced with something new. And, you know, downtown Knoxville, talking about Gay Street, Market Square, Old City, has done a very good job over the years of preserving these historic structures, finding new uses for them. Developers have come in and not seen the type of development that Nashville has seen, where old buildings go down and new buildings come up or just, you know, filling in spaces with brand new buildings with, you know, no real character. Downtown has done a good job of that, but as we have seen, this isn't the first time that we've seen something like this. We have seen Cumberland Avenue trending this way, and I'm just wondering, Brenna, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, practicality aside, and I know we have to find housing for students, but just what does this do for the character of Cumberland Avenue? We've seen it already with places like Aspen Heights that have done this mixed-use concept, um, and do college students even care about character and on, on a strip like this? I think... Many of us would say historic preservation is important to preserve the character of a city. When I think of buildings that should be preserved for their historical significance, they're not on Cumberland. Very good point. (laughs) Um, This is an area that's just ripe for development. I think you have an opportunity to truly extend the boundaries of our urban core by rethinking what Cumberland looks like and what it is for not only students but the general population of Knoxville. I previously lived in Columbia, Missouri, which it's a college town in the SEC but couldn't be more of a different feel in terms of the town and the gown, the residents and the students socialize in the same places. They go to the same neighborhoods to hang out at bars and restaurants. I think there could be a lot more overlap uh, on Cumberland Avenue after these changes. And that's good for business. It's good for the the vibe of Cumberland and downtown. I think this could transform what, what Cumberland is to the people who live in Knoxville. Right. And I feel like change like this, you know, new buildings going up and high density and multi-use is inevitable in a downtown. So if it's going to happen, I'd rather it happen down on the strip. I'd hate to see something like this happen on Gay Street where we've said, you know, the preservation is... Um, that where, where the history has been preserved in these old buildings. And 
I'm wondering, kind of like you said, I mean, is this going to encourage locals to, you know, go down to Cumberland Avenue more? Because what has Cumberland Avenue become? It's become a lot of chains. It's become, you know, you got Taco Bell cookout, you got Panera, you got all these things. I don't want that in my downtown, but I do like that it's close by. And I think that whenever, you know, these mixed use buildings come in and we talked about this, I think, I think it was the, two, the episode that we did on the 200 block of Gay Street, which we were saying, you know, this is a new building that's going up on in downtown. And what does that mean? And one concern that came up was, well, when you build a new building like this and you carve out shell spaces, how much character can you really bring? Um, and the answer is not really that much, but on Cumberland Avenue, like you said, does it really need to have that much character? Do these old buildings need to be preserved? I think there needs to be a space where there are things like a Pokeworks, which I think is down there. Maybe it's Pokey Brothers or a Taco Bell in an urban area, but you don't want it downtown. So where do you put it? You put it over on Cumberland Avenue. It's a convenience to students, and it gives you an option if you are living downtown to not have to drive out into the suburbs to go find a, a chain or find something, which is what I imagine a lot of these uh, shell spaces are going to be built on the ground level of uh, Cumberland Avenue are going to be one because it's going to be pricey real estate and you can get in there and two building them brand new shell spaces is more attractive to a chain that has you know certain standards and requirements whenever you fill in a space so um, I don't know gut feeling good thing you would if you would have asked me this a year two years ago I was all negative about Cumberland Avenue and the changes and how it didn't feel like a college town there was no character if it's inevitable then you know what, let's let's do it right. And it sounds like what they're doing is, is going to be a big transformational project. I think people need to prepare themselves that Cumberland is going to be a nightmare, first of all, for the next few years once construction starts. But it is going to fundamentally look and feel different. Um, I dare say it's going to feel more urban than Gay Street or the Old City or Market Square ever will. Again, going back to... You know, we're preserving historic buildings in those areas, and and these are going to be new builds that take away rundown old buildings. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna feel very different. I'm sure there are going to be new challenges in terms of you know ingress and egress, not just of vehicles, but of the student population, um, people on bikes, people walking. I already am nervous driving down Cumberland anytime. Agreed. Be- because you just never know when someone's going to dart out in front of you. Um, so we're all just going to have to be really mindful of that. Um, but for me, I think Cumberland is going to be a lot more appealing. You know, it's here at the new Sentinel office. It's one of the closest places you can go to grab lunch. Um, but I always resist because like parking sucks and there's just a lot of you know, barriers getting down the street. Maybe this will change some of that. Yeah, I got to look into that parking structure that's being built too. If that's going to have any public spaces available to it, because I know it's going to be for residents. I know it's going to be some spaces for uh, Covenant Health and for East Tennessee Children's Hospital. But if there were some options for public parking in there, that would be fantastic. And you talk about um, ingress and egress and and you know sort of technical thing that we don't really need to dive into totally on on a podcast but there is something else technical that i want to look into and that is the building setbacks because one thing that came up whenever i reported the story over at knoxnews.com in the comments section was um is this going to create a tunnel effect on cumberland avenue which is not a nice thing and i kind of already feel like sometimes when i go down cumberland avenue part of what makes you feel a little nervous when you're driving down there is um, you know, not just people jumping out in front of you. you almost feel as like the buildings are a little bit closing in on you when you get in certain spots. And 
do, you're laughing. Do you not think this is, do you not agree with me? I'm laughing because that's going to get way worse. Well, exactly. I thought you were like making fun of me like, oh, who cares? You know, but no, it, it is because these are going to be four buildings and they're going to be, um, I think at least two of them are going to be directly across the street from each other. If not directly across the street from each other, they're going to be you know adjacent to each other. And so um, there are, from what I understand with the Cumberland Avenue codes, it's a specific code for you guessed it, Cumberland Avenue, um, there's no setback requirements for the ground level. And so these buildings potentially can be right up on the street and you're going to have them on both sides. And what's that going to mean for, you know, just how you experience Cumberland Avenue. But I'm wondering, um, I think one way to think about this is who are the winners and who are the losers in this situation? Because um, obviously winners are students because they now have more options for places to live. But let's think about the other people. I mean, you got the university, you have the city, you have the businesses that are currently down there and potentially, you know, new businesses that want to open down there. So what are your initial thoughts? The city wins for sure. Property values are going to go up. The city is going to benefit from additional property taxes. Um, and they get to brag on the transformation that's happening. Same with UT. The university gets to benefit from a whole new reimagined strip. They get to pitch to prospective students. Um, The hospitals win because they're going to get parking as part of this deal, which I thought was a very smart addition on CORE's part to work with the hospitals to, to make sure the parking works for everyone. And it's a win for the students too. I would much rather live on this reimagined strip with a little bit more class, a little bit more amenities than our our current Cumberland Avenue. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Now, the losers, I feel like, are the local businesses. And um, I know that's a touchy subject, and it's going to be for a lot of people because we think about the businesses that are going a lot of them are local for, you know, university liquors. I know that's a, a, a small example, but that seems like it's been a staple of Cumberland Avenue and that's in the footprint of this project. And so, um, yes, there's going to be commercial space across these buildings on the ground level. Um, that's what mixed use is. That's going to help create that lively feel when you see activity going on through the doors and through the windows, but the types of businesses that can go in there. Um, I have the concern that local might not be the best fit because for one, um, one of the things that makes a local business a local business is its character. You know, you go to Taco Bell, there's Taco Bells all across the country. They all look the same. Um, and Taco Bell is actually one that we do know is going to stay. They're going to move across the street. Um, but the local businesses have character, and that's what people um, that miss the old days of Cumberland Avenue, that's one of the big things that they miss. And so I do not see a um, – I can maybe see a Stefano's filling in a, you know, a sort of a shell space, but I don't see like a – I don't know, uh, 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 Uptown Bar and Grills not going to go into the ground level of an apartment building. Um, not that that big concrete building had much character to it either, but you get what I'm saying. It just doesn't feel like, and, and then on top of all that, you have the, the pricing out for probably for local businesses because once this new space is built, um, it's going to be, who's going to be able to afford to be on the strip and to be in this new space? It's probably going to be some sort of chain, which we've seen a lot of on Cumberland Avenue in recent years. I think real estate developers are getting smart. They've realized it's a good public relations move to create opportunities to preserve some of those top tier local brands. So I wouldn't be surprised if a few of the memorable ones found a home in in one of CORE's developments. And I think there is still the potential to preserve a lot of the restaurant, retail services uh, businesses on Cumberland because any commercial building that's torn down and a new one's built in its place is going to have retail 
on the first floor. So there are, are going to be spaces for those businesses. But to your point, Ryan, it's a question of whether they can afford it, whether they can, you know, make it through to the construction of whatever this new building is. You know, if your building gets torn down and you have to move out, it's hard to not have to go find another location in the meantime or get another job and close your business because you have to be open to make money. So there will be some attrition. I think you'll also see some of those local businesses find uh, new homes on maybe some of the smaller surrounding streets or or moving neighborhoods. Um, But yeah, fundamentally, our local business feel on Cumberland is going to feel very different in a few years. Yeah, not to mention, um, you know, during the construction of this project, just the local businesses that stay open because... um, and we've mentioned that it is hard to get down to Cumberland Avenue and it's going to be even harder or less appealing when you have construction going on. And so one concern that I have that I've thought about is uh, vehicle traffic because it's, you know, it, there's 800 and what, 50 so units in yeah. this and across these four buildings. And, you know, that's a lot of cars that, are, you know, there's going to be a parking garage for it. But one of the big reasons I feel like I have to drive down Cumberland Avenue is because the walk really isn't that appealing. And now if Cumberland Avenue becomes more attractive, um, there's just going to be more cars going in and out and in and out. Um, and that's a concern. And so what do you do to fix that? I mean, one of the things that I think is needed, and you talked about the surrounding streets is where perhaps some of these local businesses will go. Something needs to pull pedestrian traffic, bicycle traffic between downtown and the core of Cumberland Avenue, the strip as we know it. Something needs to pull you down Cumberland Avenue to get down there because I feel like I have to drive. I do not want to make that walk. Um, for one, it's a hilly walk. And so if I'm going to be walking at least up, up and down hills, at least make it a fun walk. I said earlier, gosh, wouldn't it be nice if we had a more of a close-knit town and gown? But I may literally be the only person who's saying that. Like, maybe the downtown audience doesn't care to have an easier way to get to Cumberland and vice versa. I don't know. You might be the only one that thinks that right now for the people that only have, you know, current Cumberland Avenue and its current state in their head. But once this new stuff gets built, um, you know, I think people might want to come down there. I think, you know... Gay Street, Market Square, Old City has its character, and that's great. But sometimes you just want a, a quick bite to eat. You want something familiar. And, um, you know, if it's if it's both familiar and it's new and exciting and it's in this new building and, um, you know, if it's football season even, and, you, you know, maybe you consider going down to the Strip. Um, I think, you know, new buildings and new commercial spaces on Cumberland Avenue would entice locals who are not students to perhaps, you know, make that journey down there um, if these buildings are as cool as they look in some renderings that I've seen. Yeah, and Ryan, when you think about the magnitude of this project, I think from what I've seen so far, CORE has been a, a smart development partner on this. Um, they're Yes, they're buying up, what, I think 13 parcels so far. Probably, mm-hmm. they've probably got more plans. Um, but they're doing it in one fell swoop. And they're being holistic about their vision and trying to create something that's enticing for students and not just you know, crap developments coming up. So it seems high quality. seems like they've really thought through the strategy. They're working with, you know, community partners, the hospital. seems like communications with the city have been smooth. Um, So they think they're doing all the right things. And hopefully what this means is a condensed construction period too because they're not just building, you know, one building one year and then adding another the next year. It seems like this is all going to happen at the same time. That bodes well for everyone. 
Right. And not only does um, the University of Tennessee need more student housing, but it needs more quality student housing. I don't know if you've ever taken a stroll through the fort. Sorry, not a place I'd want to live. And so, um, yeah, I mean, these apartments from what I've looked at and and where they've done uh, these types of developments elsewhere, some of them have mansion upgrades where you can have hot tubs, you know, on your balconies, uh, TVs that are like huge on the wall. I mean, you can like pay for all these upgrades. It's going to be classy. And there's a market for that. I'm sure people that can afford that, you know, some students won't be able to, but they'll have 850 units, um, quality units there on Cumberland Avenue. I think the price tag on student housing is often misleading too, because some of these are going to be what up to five bedrooms. So they're going to be expensive apartments and you're going to get the amenities, but it's not quite as much sticker shock as say a a single person or a a couple renting an apartment. Um, But there are going to be a lot of UT students who can't afford this. And so core does not solve the student housing crisis by any means. So we started off talking about the character of Cumberland Avenue and how, um, you know, some people feel like this is taking away from it. Do we feel that college students care? I mean, what's a priority to college students? I mean, for me, when I was in college, I really did love going to UNC and having all these old um, buildings and bars that my mom went to whenever she was in college. I mean, that was kind of cool. And so um, there's a lot of character on that strip. I think Columbia's got a lot of character to it. I I think both campuses, from what I've seen, are kind of trending that way. There are some developments, mixed-use developments coming up on those campuses, but still has a lot more character to it than perhaps what a Cumberland Avenue does. Does that matter? Does it, do these new buildings going up, does that impact, you know, students' perceptions of whether or not Cumberland Avenue is a cool place to hang out? I think this elevates Cumberland Avenue in their estimations. Really? Because I think if you're moving from across the country or across the south or across the state, you know, if you're from Memphis, it's like not even being in the same state as Knoxville. You have no emotional ties to downtown Knoxville or the history of Cumberland Avenue you know, putting myself in their shoes when I was 18, I just wanted to go somewhere, you know, that had the food I liked and was familiar with and had a nice, decent place to live. I went to school in a small town, so it's a little bit different. But I think you just want to feel like you're in a cool environment, having a new experience. I don't think 18 to 20 year olds are spending a lot of time thinking about the character of the street and how it's going to change and, and all that. Yeah, I mean, people want to, you know, at least feel like they're in a cool place. And Gay Street and Market Square in Old City offers that. Um, and I wonder, you know, if especially if places like Uptown Bar and Grill are going, um, I don't know what other, you know, local businesses are, are going to be departing. I'm trying to picture it in my head. But does this encourage students perhaps in the future to spend more time in actual downtown Knoxville more? Um, and is, is sort of Cumberland Avenue where you go to eat and sleep and downtown is where you go to hang out and socialize because I've always felt since I've moved here that downtown and Cumberland Avenue, if I'm in downtown Knoxville, I don't feel like I'm in a college town. There are some students out, yes, but they're the older students who can, you know, who can drink and want to sit down at a bar and have a conversation, not be down there on the strip partying. Um, but yeah, there's less places to go on Cumberland Avenue for that um, type of night out. Does that mean downtown starts to see Uh, more college students coming in and experiencing the heart of the city. I hope so. I think the more of a melting pot downtown Knoxville is, the better the energy, the better the culture. I think we all benefit from that. Yeah, and I mean, and you're going to start seeing, I mean, we're... 
I feel like every time we talk, something about the stadium has to, you know, I'm talking about Old City Stadium, comes into the conversation. But you think about what's happening on Cumberland Avenue, and you're talking about the, the, the student community, and you think about what's happening with Old City and trying to bridge the gap with East Knoxville. I mean, both of those projects had the potential, like you just said, to make downtown more of a melting pot than it is right now, which is very exciting. Um, and I think the stadium is going to be a draw for UT students. Randy Boyd is a smart guy. I'm sure there's going to be like $5 student ticket night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so lots of, I think there are a lot of amenities to look forward to if I was a UT student coming to Knoxville in the next few years. And reasons to stick around, hopefully afterwards, because that, uh, that is something else the city is struggling with in addition to um, keeping up with all this development. You know, there's, there's, there's what, $16 million, we said, price per acre was the, uh, the new record uh, with just this one parcel. And um, I think it's going to start trending that way. I feel like, you know, I think I had a quote from Will Sims, who was the broker on that deal, who said this is now the entry point um, on Cumberland Avenue. And sounds like he expects some of this to um, not bleed over into downtown. I think it's already happening in downtown, but now it's going to be happening across the city. So um, just something to keep your eye on, something on the horizon as downtown and Cumberland Avenue continues to grow. And as the Scruffy Stuff podcast continues to grow, uh, we would appreciate your support. So go ahead and hit that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on to get a notification every time a new episode drops. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a review. Tell us what you love about the show. And if you want to reach out directly to me, you can do that on Instagram. Give me a follow at Knox Scruff. If you want to join the downtown and adjacent neighborhoods conversation, you can join our free private Facebook group. Search Urban Knoxville on Facebook. Click join and answer just a few questions to get started. And uh, if you want to just go ahead and look in that podcast description, I'm going to include a link to that as well as a link to uh, how to sign up for our Urban Knoxville uh, newsletter, which comes out every Friday. It will give you um, even further downtown analysis than what the Scruffy Stuff provides. And if you want even more, head on over to knoxnews.com slash subscribe to take advantage of our latest offers. Uh, one low price for unlimited access to every single piece of content we put out. Photos, videos, podcasts, stories, um, anything and everything you could imagine, knoxnews.com has it. So uh, that does it for today's show. Thanks for listening, and we will do it again next week. See ya. See ya.